Hello, mighty people of the Most High Magnificent God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to you today to bring you a word straight out of the Word of God. There are some things that the Lord has put on my heart, and I would like to start out by praying for you before we even begin this podcast together. Lord God, I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, I come to you petitioning for your people and every soul even that's listening to this podcast. Every soul that you have divinely connected and appointed to hear these words, Lord God, I ask that you would touch them today according to your will and purpose. Lord, every demonic spirit that is attacking these souls, every kind of doubtful spirit that is attacking their faith, every kind of destructive spirit that is trying to destroy their lives and their mind and their spirits, every kind of hindering spirit that is trying to keep them from going forward in the things that they have to accomplish in you. I curse those spirits back to hell. I rebuke them. All spirits of depression, spirits of addiction, spirits of doubt, spirits of suicide, I come against you and I tell you to go back to hell in Jesus' name. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, man and woman of God. Lord God, I ask that you would open my mouth and shut my mouth according to your will and purpose and that the words that would that come forth from my mouth today, that they would go exactly where you want them to go and that they would produce the results you want them to produce. That even people under the sound of my voice would hear the word of God, that they would hear the message, Lord God, and that demons would begin to flee their life according to your will for their lives, Lord God. I ask that your people would rise up and be mighty and get their shield of faith and their sword of truth today in Jesus' name and clank them together and make a mighty noise for God. I thank you, Father. I think that you're going to do this for your people, Lord God, and that I ask that this would even extend out beyond this podcast, even the very, um, the very uh, energy of it, and the, that you would that you would cause your word, Lord God, to to manifest and come forth in your people this year like like we've never seen it, Lord God. We ask that you would demonstrate yourself mighty in this world today. And I thank you, Father, and that you would do it through us and that we would cooperate with your will for each and every one of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. And I wanted to start out that way because I have had a lot of demonic attack this week. I have had a lot of things coming against me. Um, and I have had reports of, of others and those of you who listen to this podcast you also have reported these things to me. And um, it's there's something in the spiritual atmosphere right now, but it won't last because the word says, resist the enemy and he shall flee from you. And that's what I want to read today. I'm going to read that out of James. You're welcome to follow along with me in your Bible or just listen in your car wherever you are. Um, one thing about resisting the enemy We've heard that scripture all of our lives, haven't we? Resist the enemy and he shall flee from you. You know, sometimes the church looks like a bunch of parrots. You know, I love parrots. They're they're very beautiful birds. They're interesting creatures and they will will repeat back to you what you programmed them to say. Yes, they do. And sometimes um, they do understand what they're saying. That's what's interesting about parrots. Um, if you've ever been around a parrot, 
they actually can sometimes have the intelligence to actually use the human language, but oftentimes uh, they're just repeating words that they don't really know the meaning of, okay? Um, oftentimes we see that in the church. We see believers doing that. They will quote these scriptures and they will parrot what their preachers speak but they don't really understand the meaning of what they're saying. And we've all been guilty of it. I have been guilty of it. It's just ignorance. Okay, ignorance, don't be offended. Ignorance, all of us have been ignorant from time to time about something. Okay, ignorance means to have never known. It means you just did not know. Um, that word is used in a, in a very negative context. You don't want to be called ignorant or call somebody ignorant. But that's really the truest meaning of that word, ignorance. So many of us have quoted the scriptures, but we don't really know what they mean. We are ignorant of what they really mean on a deeper level. And the only way to get to that deeper level is to walk with God and hear from God, which is what I say all the time in this podcast, okay? That is the most important, uh, that's the most important thing. If you don't get the translation from the Holy Spirit, you don't have a translation. You have a flesh-deep understanding. God wants you to go beyond that flesh-deep understanding. He wants you to soar up in the spirit realm with Him. He wants you to conquer the enemy, okay? And the only way you can conquer the enemy is to soar in the spirit, above the law. Go back and listen to that one. That was a couple weeks ago. So I'm going to read James 4, 7, and it says simply, submit yourselves therefore to God. That's what I just said. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. What does that mean? We say it all the time, resist the devil, he'll flee from you. What it means is stop agreeing. Agreement is a very powerful thing, okay? Matter of fact, the word says this, that when two two or more come together, gathered, gathered together in his namesake, there I am in the midst, you know, he's in the midst of them. What are they doing? They're coming together in what? Agreement. They're not coming together in discord. They come together in agreement because they're on the same page. Who you agree with is very important. It will impact your life. I've preached this before. But when you agree with the enemy and his plans for you, whatever those are, you are coming into one accord with him and allowing him legal access to your brain, your mind, your thought processes, and your life. And those things will begin to manifest in the physical realm around your life. God is done with that. Many of you are guilty of that. If that's you, just say it was me. And then let's move forward. Let's repent from that so that you can be victorious in Jesus' name. Okay, we don't have any time for, any, for anything in this last hour but victory. Because you need to remember this. You are his mighty trees in the earth. And your roots go deep beside rivers of living water. And you shall not feel drought. You shall not be careful in a time of drought. I read that a couple weeks ago. You are his mighty trees. Do you understand? You have have no choice but to be victorious. That is your job on this earth. So you need to man up, woman up, whatever you need to do. You need to put your big girl britches on, put your big boy britches on, 
and start resisting the enemy. Um, when the enemy comes to you to say things to you, he, uh, there's been more than one friend that have, have reached out to me and said, I have feelings of hopelessness, feel, feelings of suicidal thoughts, feelings of depression. These things have been a problem, okay? Some of you have ongoing issues with these things. Well, you need to be delivered. The Lord put on my heart. Um, you know, I often preach of, I often say this, I say uh, that people would get healed, set free, and delivered. I say that all the time. Um, I have seen people get healed, physically healed. I've seen that, their bodies healed. Um, but the set free and delivered part is the part that God is wanting me to focus on uh, for right now. He's wanting me to talk to you about that and anybody who's connected to this podcast. You need to be delivered. Um, when you have uh, reoccurring thoughts that are badgering you, holding you back, whatever they are, depressed, you see these episodes of, that keep recurring, um, you'll, you'll think you're done with it forever and the next thing you know a few months later, there you are laid up in bed or there you are going through a gray time of your life. You're just depression, feeling like you can't do anything to get ahead. There's, uh, there's just, I don't want to even focus on all that. You know what I'm talking about. It's time for that devil to go. Okay? And I'm going to pray for you again after this podcast that those things leave your life. Stop agreeing with the enemy. Every time he comes to you to tell you, whatever you, whatever it is, you're cursed. Okay? You're, you're not blessed. You're cursed. There's all kinds of things. You need to speak audibly, out loud, out loud. I don't care where you are, in your car, in your bedroom, in your kitchen. I don't know where you are, but you need to speak audibly, out loud. And you need to say, I am blessed. God favors me. Because he does. The word says it. Whatever that enemy is trying to put on you. you got to understand how the demons work with, in, in the realm of witchcraft. They use language. Just like we use language. They use language as a weapon. Okay? They'll throw words at you. Make them think that they're your thoughts. It's time to learn these things. For some of you out there, this might sound very strange. I don't see why it should if you're a believer. Okay? Witches do this stuff all the time. Witches, real witches, they use words, spells, and incantations. And they put a lot of, of they put a lot, there's a lot, they, they put a lot of hope in them. They put a lot, there's a lot of power in them. They know that they work. They know that they can put spells on people. They do it with words, okay? And they do it with thoughts, with feelings. They manipulate the dark realm to get it to do what they want it to do. They understand that this is how it works. Why is it that Christians don't understand the power that they have in Christ Jesus to counteract those evil spirits, counteract those evil energies, and get them out of their life? When you start feeling those things, you need to start praying, first of all, but you need to start by saying opposite of whatever the devil is trying to put on you. And you will be resisting the devil. And then the word says, he will flee from you. Now, I'll tell you, um, a couple of days ago, myself, I woke up. Um, I'm in the process of a, a uh, 
certain transaction. It's a business transaction in my life. It's very important to me. Uh, some of you know what that is. Um, and there's a lot of emotions attached to it. And in my, my, the prior few years of my life, for those of you who don't know, my husband passed away back in 2017. Um, we had a long walk together. Uh, we were together for 20 years, married for 18, and he was sick for 14 years off and on with kidney failure. He had a kidney transplant. So we really went through a lot. And, you know, the enemy tried to use that to destroy me. He tried to use that to discourage my life in so many ways. He, he tried to use it to destroy my husband. But, but my husband was a man of God, and he died as a man of God, and I know where he is. Uh, he lived a short life, but he lived a good quality life. And there's a certain transaction going on in my life right now, a business transaction. And it was like when I woke up the other morning, I was back in that place. And I was hurting. And I was angry. And I was resentful to God. Like, why did you let this happen to my life? You know, I was just a baby girl when I met that man. I was 21 years old because every 21-year-old girl thinks she's so grown up. But I was just a little girl looking back on it. But, uh... It, it caught, I woke up in a place of mourning and anger and bitterness. Like, why did you do that to that young lady? Like, mourning for my life. Why did that have to happen to me? Feeling sorry for myself. Not seeing God's hand in anything. Seeing only my losses. And as I began to get up, I got my coffee. I began to get up. I began to think and ponder. And I was in that place and feeling really grouchy. And I began to talk it out with God. And as I began to talk it out with God, I began to pray. And I also began to praise Him. Not just pray. I was praying and praising. And I just began to say, Lord, I thank you for what you've given me. I thank you for all of these different things. I thank you, Lord God, that I had Him for 20 years. I thank you, Lord God. I just began to, to, to praise Him and to thank Him. And you know, it wasn't any time. <laughs> I would tell you. All those bad feelings, all those sour feelings, all those feelings of loss, they just began to fly out the window. Because those feelings were sent to me straight from the pits of hell because the enemy knows that God's about to do something very great in my life and in my ministry. He want to get me in a place where I don't even thank God for what he has given me. That I don't thank God that he is my redeemer and has redeemed me and restored me. Thank you, Lord. And But when I began to thank God and I began to see the light side of the situation, I was in that moment resisting the enemy because the weapon that was formed against me was there to make me bitter, was there to put me into depression. And I haven't felt it since. I'm going to tell you something. That devil, he went back to hell. Whatever that was, it left and I thank God for that. But that is the only way we can do this. That's the only way that you're going to win the battlefield of your mind. Is you have to audibly speak against these things and talk them out with God. Stop hugging every thought that comes into your mind and adopting it as your own. When the enemy comes to you to, to, to make you feel suicidal, you got to know that's not from God. You gotta know feelings of hopelessness like you don't have a future is not from God because it's contrary to God's word. God said, I have a future for you. It's in Jeremiah. 
Jeremiah 29, 11. The word says that he has a future for you. The enemy wants to stop you in your path, in your life course on this earth. He wants to stop you. Why? Because he wants to keep you from accomplishing the things that will conquer and pull down his kingdom. I'm telling you something. This week, I got some stuff from some people that are... I'm telling you, these people are powerhouses in God. You know who you are. You minister to people all the time. You pray for people. I'm telling you, you see results. You tell me the stories about it. You, you're you sharing stuff on Facebook about the about the Lord. You, I mean, I'm talking powerful people been reaching out to me saying, Hey, I'm having a problem. I feel this, that, and the other. I'm having a problem with depression. Um, just all these attacks. Okay? It's time for that to stop. It's time for you to be delivered. It's time for demonic spirits to be afraid of you. What part... I'm going to read this. Okay, what part of greater is he that's in you? That's John. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. What part of greater is he? Do you not understand, loved one? I'm telling you, if you would just acknowledge how great God is and that you are a walking, talking vessel, a trumpet for God, I'm telling you something. The enemy's got to flee. He didn't have a choice. He didn't have a choice. You're destined for success in God. You know, success is oftentimes related to money. It's really the money, 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 money. The whole world revolves around money, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Because you can't take that with you. <laughs> There's no bank accounts in heaven. Um, success in money, career, whatever. Okay? But true success is being successful in the spirit and accomplishing every task that has been assigned to your life to get it done before you leave this earth some of you out there are like special forces that's been dropped down from heaven and you from the beginning from the time you were a little child other people even saw that there was something unique about you there was something different about this child and your spirit, your little heart was drawn to the Lord from the time you can remember. Okay? I don't know who that's for. I think that might be for several of you. But the enemy's also been after you hot on your tail ever since your feet hit the ground down here. And the enemy wants to stop you. He wants to stop you. Do not let him stop you. He cannot stop you when you quote this word. He cannot stop you when you're walking in the spirit with God. He cannot stop you in your assignments for God. Unless you agree with him. Do not agree with the enemy on anything. Be slow to speak, my love. Slow to speak and quick to listen. Because the enemy will get a hold of your mouth and have you agreeing to all kinds of things. Be careful what you say. I, this is a direction. I, I wasn't really planning on going into that all that much, but I felt led to do that. So uh, I hope and pray that this is ministering to you. I know it's ministering to me. Um, sometimes I think I need to go back and listen to myself. <laughs> I do. A lot of times I'll get to talking and and uh, that's the way the Lord uses me. 
something will come up just right after I do one of these podcasts and it'll be like, hey, I just talked about this and here it is. You know, it's almost like prophetic or something, but the Lord wants preachers to practice what they preach. So that's a good thing. But um, I want to read to you also about not being equally yoked with unbelievers. Okay. And that is in in 2 Corinthians 14. I'm going to read a little bit about that. Um, light and dark don't go together. They just don't go together. And some of you are out there uh, struggling. We all do it, okay? I mean, this is not a walk through the daisies down here in case you hadn't noticed. Just because you become a Christian doesn't mean like everything's just happy, everything's whole all the time and put together and everything's just wonderful. No, it's not like that. Yeah, uh, oftentimes it's the opposite, right? You know, the enemy comes to attack because just like those four soils, you know, uh, one of those soils is the cares of this world. The, the, the seed gets sown, but then the, the cares of this world choke it out, you know? Um, going back to be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers um, because light and dark don't go together, Okay. And um, we should not be yoked up with darkness, okay? We should not be yoked up with darkness. Are we going to have to look into the darkness sometime and see what the devil's up to? Well, yeah, unless you got your head in the sand. And there's plenty of Christians out there today that do. You're going to have to look at some things, especially today, right now in this evil world. There's some evil things they got planned, but we're going to have to focus on the light in order to pierce the darkness and bring that light into the world. And you can't focus mostly on the darkness and expect to bring a word that's going to crack through that darkness. You're going to have to focus on this word first. You're going to have to focus on the light that is Christ Jesus. Okay, hallelujah. So light and darkness should never be yoked up together. And we should not be yoked with unbelievers. Something that I wanted to touch on before I close this up is that I see a lot of uh, strange mentality right now all over the world. And and I see it in God's people. And I see people, and they're well-meaning people. And I understand where they're coming from. They want to save America, save the world, save everybody from this stuff. And and, um, we should want to do that. I mean, we should want to we should want to bring the righteousness into the world, okay? If people would just serve God, and most people in the world right now would be serving God, we wouldn't be where we are, would we? Okay, so that's a good thing to to want to warn people about what the enemy is up to, and um, and want to preserve people's lives. That's a good thing. Um, but nowhere in this Bible, you see a lot of secular, this secular mentality, which is in the churches or in the church now. And a lot of the believers that think we're supposed to set aside our religious differences, okay, our fundamental beliefs in Christ Jesus. And just let's just all get along and save the world and fight the evil villains together. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I don't see that anywhere in this word. I don't see that anywhere in this word. That we're supposed to uh, make a priority of this temporary flesh world so that we could save it. Okay? This is a flesh life. This is a flesh world. This is a 3D realm. God has called us to walk in the spirit to get souls saved. 
and to get spiritual things accomplished. He's not called us to, uh, to try to save the fleshly earth realm. Jesus said he's going to come back. That's where we need to be focusing. Of course, that's laughed at, mocked, scoffed nowadays. But I will continue to preach that Christ is coming back. I will continue to preach that he's coming for me. I will preach it till the day that I die. That's where our focus needs to be. And it needs to, everything that we do and say to interact with the world needs to be with that in the forefront of our minds. We need to remember this is an eternal soul. What's the most important thing that needs to be said at this moment? What is the most important focus? And then you can work the fleshly stuff out later. Earthly needs. Things like that. People just need to... If we would just get our focus back on um, the things of the Spirit, the the things that God wants you to do, say, and accomplish. If we would just put our focus and our energy towards that and keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't look to the left or to the right. You know, when you look at a thing, you have a peripheral vision, okay? You can see the objects around you, but there's one center focus. That's where we, that center focus needs to be on Christ. The rest of the world is in your peripheral vision. And you react to that according to what he is what he is saying to you in that moment. Okay? What is he saying to you in that moment of your life? About whatever it is, the situation, the relationship, um, your ministry, whatever it is. Okay? Now, I hope that this is ministered to you. Um, I wanted to add that here towards the end. Sometimes the things that I... Sometimes I'm able to tie it all together real good. Sometimes I'm not. But yet, regardless, they're things that the Lord put on my heart. Um, I want to pray for you one more time before we get off this podcast. And the first thing I want to let you know is if there's anyone out there that's listening to this and you think, my goodness, what's this lady talking about? And, um, you, (laughs) you need Jesus, you know, you, you want to, you want the word, you want God in your life, but you know, maybe I'm a little spicy for you. I'm sorry about that. If I come across that way. You know, but if you hang out with me a little bit more on this podcast, you'll get to hear the truth of my heart and what my main focus is. I know I can be a little mighty spicy flavor for some people, but I want to encourage you that if you're wanting to, you're wanting the Lord to come into your life, you want Jesus in your life, you want to walk with the Lord, um, you want to serve him. I ask that you would go get in a private place with him and that you would repent for anything that, that has offended him. And, and that you would that you would make your peace with him. And that's as simple as it is. Salvation is not complicated. Is Jesus, di- Jesus died for our sins in this fallen world. And he wants to reconcile with you so that you can have your Father God. And you can be reunited and you can be restored with the Father God. And you can say it however you want to say it as long as it's sincere. Give your heart to the Lord. And now I want to pray for those of you who continue to struggle. Um, I want to pray that you are set free, finally, and that it doesn't come back, okay? I pray that you conquer all of your tasks this week according to God's will and, and all the things that, the, that you have been, your, your hand has been set to accomplish that you would have success. Lord God, I come to you 
in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. And I ask that you would touch every soul that's listening to this podcast right now. I ask that you would um, that you would heal them, that fractured souls would be put back together, where, where souls have been pieced out, fractured. Uh, Lord God, where gifts have been attacked, Lord God, some people listening to this have a tremendous communicating ability that has been attacked by the enemy. I rebuke you, you foul spirit. I command you to get off of this person's mind and tongue in Jesus' name. And I ask that words would begin to articulate and flow freely from this person. And that you would restore that gift, Lord God, that you would use it for 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 your glory and for your people's. Uh, for your people in Jesus name Lord God I ask that you would touch every person that is battling with depression with suicidal thoughts depression hopelessness all of that I call you out you foul spirit and I command you leave this person's life in Jesus name and you are not you you will not return in Jesus name thank you father Lord God I ask that you would touch them and bless them and I ask that you would be with them in every situation and that you would cause them to get ahead, Lord God, that they would take ground. They wouldn't just take back ground that had been taken, but that they would take new territories in Jesus' name, just like they did in the promised land. I thank you, Father. Amen. I pray that this has blessed you. Um, I'm going to touch on that for just a second, and then I'm going to be done. But, you know, sometimes the enemy wants to keep you chasing your tail so that you're always going back to get what he stole from you. He wants to keep you doing that your whole life. Where it's like sending rats to you to eat things up and, and to ravage your life so that you're always on this pursuit just to get back just what was already yours, what was rightfully yours. Those days are over. This is the year that you're going to not only get back what God, what the enemy took from you, but it's time to conquer new territory just like they did in the promised land. They didn't, they didn't go to the promised land. They didn't go back to the promised land to get what it, like it was theirs before. It had never been theirs before. It was something new in their lives. I see that coming for God's people. Get mad at me if you won't call me a prosperity preacher. I don't really care. I know what the Lord told me for this year. There's going to be some, some tremendous things um, that are going to open up for God's people this year. That's why you are being attacked right now. Hello. Wake up, body of Christ. Wake up, loved ones. That's why he's attacking you right now because a great blessing is coming. Okay. By the end of this year, I believe with all my heart that many of us are going to get to the end of the year and think, how did this happen? Like, it's going to be a good thing. Like, you're going to have been taken so far, you're going to wonder, you're going to know it was only God. He, he did it. Okay? According to your obedience. You have to be willing and obedient. You know that. I'm not going to go there right now. I went there a couple of podcasts ago. <laughs> but I hope and pray that this ministered to you. And uh, I hope and pray that it encouraged you. Um. Sometimes lately I feel like I've got a lot of fire in me and I've got a lot of ad, ad, admonishing in me, but I listen to myself too. I, I admonish myself. I, David encouraged himself in the Lord, you know, and it's a good thing for us to learn to, to feel that, you know, feel that fire and that discipline to get that talk, 
um, cause it, it has helped me and, um, the Lord, the Lord convicts me and, and then we have to change it when he convicts us. He never condemns us. He convicts us and we go, Oh, and then it brings a great change Isn't that wonderful. So if it's been you today that you've been entertaining the enemy's thoughts, you've been allowing them into your head, uh, know that God loves you and forgives you. Just repent of that and resist the enemy so that he can't have a party in your mind anymore. God loves you so much. The Father God loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son for you. Don't forget that and don't take it for granted. And don't willingly lose any of these battle f- battles of your mind. Don't do that. Don't don't take for granted what God the authority that Christ Jesus left you when he died on the cross. He didn't just come to bring you salvation. I'm this is kind of a long podcast. I'm going to go here. He did not just come to bring salvation to us from hell. He didn't just come to save ourselves from hell. He left you an inheritance at the foot of the cross. But here's this right here. If you if you got an inheritance in the natural and um, you didn't go lay claim to it and go through the processes in the courtrooms and so forth and so on to get and actually obtain that inheritance, you wouldn't ever have it. Okay? That inheritance is sitting there at the foot of the cross for so many of us. That is an inheritance of authority in this earth, an inheritance to conquer our enemies, an inheritance to be uh, victorious. And you just have to follow the instructions. Be obedient and willing. Don't forget to lay claim to your full inheritance. Don't waste it. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for this word, Lord God. And and I ask that you would bless every one of these beautiful, beautiful people that are listening to me today. And I ask that you would confirm your word in their hearts. I pray that this minister to you. And no matter what goes on, no matter what you see, no matter how much the enemy tries to beat you up in your mind, you resist the enemy and he will flee from you. And you have a lovely day.